In the last two episodes, I talked to you about why it's important to understand and know your thinking traps, the ones that you personally deal with on a day-to-day basis. And remember, thinking traps are those automatic negative ways of thinking that just make our lives so much harder, so much more difficult. And I don't know about you, but I don't want my life to be more difficult than it already needs to be. We're going to have suffering in this life. We're going to have pain. We're going to have hardship, but there's no reason to bring it upon yourself. So we talked about why it's so important to know your thinking traps. And then I talked to you about challenging your thinking traps, learning how to kind of break up with that way of thinking, seeing if it's true. And we talked about really finding evidence looking for that evidence, looking for that proof, and really working to identify if you're in subjective thinking, if this is a habitual way of thinking, and then move to challenging. But today, I want to help you distance yourself from thinking traps, because the fact of the matter is, once you get pretty fluid in recognizing your thinking traps, recognizing that you're in a thinking trap, challenging that thinking trap, and just keeping that distance from Jump Street, you don't always have to challenge. Like, once you get the routine of this and how this works for you, and again, bring your personal self to the table, it gets easier to navigate these. And then you spend a lot more time in distancing yourself from these thinking traps. So today I'm going to give you some strategies. It's going to be quick. It's going to be simple. At the Liz show, I like to bottom line things because we can make more money, but we cannot make more time. So I want to get to the punchline fast. I don't know about you, but I'm not always a fan of the podcast that just ramble, ramble, ramble. And then you're like, okay, what did I learn in this episode? So today we're going to talk about distancing yourself from thinking traps. And then I'm going to go over a few questions that you could even ask yourself too, to help reframe it and change the narration. Now, cognitive behavioral therapy is all about paying attention to your thoughts and changing your thoughts to be that that are more serving and impactful and effective. And this just takes time. But Ultimately, we're talking about cognitive reconstruction. And for you to successfully reconstruct your cognitions, you need to understand and see where they're just crappy and limiting and thinking traps do just that. So number one, when it comes to distancing yourself from thinking traps is really getting to know your mind. It's absolutely amazing to me, and I say this humbly and in compassion and in love, how many people don't know their minds. I don't quite get it, but we live in a world where we're overstimulated. I think they're saying our ability to focus is less than a second, which is less than a goldfish's, which is pretty um, sad, I think we could all say. So get to know your mind, you know, look for a the thinking traps you participate most with. And remember, I have that free quiz of what thinking trap is limiting your performance, go to elizabethlewis.com, Lewis is L-O-U-I-S. And it's free and it's going to score you in 17 of the most common thinking traps. So this will help you get ahead of it. And it does all the work for you. So get to know your mind, get to know your triggers, and really start to practice mindfulness, mindfulness of thought. Now, I haven't talked to you a lot about mindfulness. This will be done in a future episode, but you have to start to mentally and intentionally check in with yourself. Check in with what are you thinking about? All mindfulness really is in a very quick, quick version is choosing to observe your thoughts and others 
and refraining from judging. And the only way you can refrain from judgment is by developing curiosity, is being curious, is saying, huh, I wonder what some other reasons to why that person just flicked me off could be, or huh, I wonder what are some other reasons to why I think Sally doesn't like me as opposed to this assumed automatic way of thinking that I just participated with. So it's really working to help expand your ways of thinking by just having that curious observation stance and being just mindful to your towards yourself, which is having that compassion, having that acceptance, and having that kindness towards yourself. So you can always imagine that there is a small distance between you and your thoughts and you watch them. You know, as kids, we like to watch clouds, but I encourage you to start learning how to be still and watch your own thoughts participate with your thoughts in the observation manner, right? Like maybe thought watching could be your next sport. I'm just saying that in the sense of giving you a new way to look at it so that you can really start to navigate them. Um, You have to sometimes also allow thoughts to go by like a gray cloud. We all get crazy effed up thoughts. I mean, we all do. It's not abnormal to want to like hurt your dog and it be a fleeting thought or wanting to like push your husband into traffic or something. Whatever it is, even though it might scare the crap out of you, we all have weird, crazy thoughts. Mindfulness and watching your thoughts is being intentional. To successfully be intentional with what thoughts you are going to willingly think with and on means you have to be intentional with the person you want to be, the life you want to see. And if any thought comes in that contradicts that life you're trying to create or that person you're trying to be, then you tell it to go or you just let that thought pass on by. We all have weird thoughts. The key is, are you going to play out every thought that comes to your mind? If so, then you might develop more negative thoughts and you're going to naturally then strengthen the parts of your brain that create that negativity. So they're going to be hyper-developed in the areas that would be more positive or positive goal creation is going to be more hypo-developed. So understand that while we all get weird thoughts, you don't have to just latch onto that thought, play it out and agree with it. You need to start to learn how to talk to your your thoughts, how to stand up to your thoughts, and have discernment on which thoughts you're going to willingly agree with and think about and contemplate on and which ones you're going to say, no, you have to go. And then consciously think about something else because this is self-directed neuroplasticity 101. The other thing you want to do is acknowledge your thoughts. You know, when a thinking trap like catastrophizing shows up, you can label it. Say, hey, brain, there you are. You are catastrophizing again. We aren't going to do that anymore. Instead, we are going to be optimistic and hold faith, right? The brain works better by addition than subtraction. So really try to find a way to word it where you're adding and not subtracting. The other thing you want to do is don't fight your thoughts. Sometimes we try so hard to suppress our thoughts, but that takes a lot of energy. That takes a lot of bandwidth. Let's just do an exercise really quickly. Do not think of an orca. Don't think of an orca for the next like five seconds. Don't think of an orca. Just don't think about it. Now, most likely there's like an orca like trying to come into your mental space and you might be like pushing it away. So let's do it this way. Don't think about an orca. Instead, think about a bear. Now you're thinking about a bear, right? And so we want to work with addition. So sometimes you just have to let your thoughts go and then you have to be intentional about thinking about something else. Now, one of my favorite things to do with my clients is to tell them to write down all their favorite love memories because when we think about something that made us feel really loved, really special, really important, really empowered, 
our brain is going to go there and then oxytocin is going to start to be developed and it can actually break that ruminating loop or can also break the woe was me catastrophizing type of thoughts. And again, it's better to think about love than negativity. And by the way, if catastrophizing is your thing, what neuroscientists are saying is that you have to find three to five positives per one negative, and that's across the board. So start to use these opportunities of where maybe you do fall into catastrophizing or where you do find yourself meditating on thoughts you don't want to participate with and think about three to five thoughts that you do want to think on. The other thing you want to do is examine the utility of these thoughts. Are they really actually helping you? Is this a way of thinking that is going to help you navigate this current situation? Or is this thought like hindering you? Is this thought slowing you down? Is this thought causing you to have anxiety? At some point, you have to take responsibility for your mental real estate and you have to do the pruning and the gardening in your mental real estate because nobody else can do it for you. Here's the fun thing about weeds though. Weeds actually tell you what is missing in the soil. So if you are having lots of catastrophizing thoughts, then you don't have a lot of faith. You don't have a lot of optimism. You have more pessimism. So work on developing an optimistic mindset. And and in a few weeks, I'm going to be launching Liz's Optimism Bootcamp. It's a 30-day bootcamp of learning how to think optimistically. So make sure you pay attention and stay on the alert for that. I'll do announcements by all means. Also notice the history. So another key to distancing yourself from these thoughts is, hey, is this a tendency? Is this what I've been doing throughout my years? And this is the power of journaling because journaling can help you identify what ways of thinking you have. Like for me, I'm someone who unfortunately I use overgeneralization a lot. I don't want to and I don't mean to, but I will sometimes speak always, all, never. I speak in these absolute ways, which aren't effective or healthy or correct and I bring my awareness to it. Am I perfect at this? Absolutely not. Will I? Probably never. See, there I go again. But it's just the reality, right? So I just know that there's a history of me thinking this way. I also know that when I'm feeling down or woe or just unsure, I get more self-doubt and more pessimism. So I've learned my ways of thinking and showing up to life based off everything that's going on. The question though is, do you know yours? Because if not, it's time to learn and journaling is the best way to do this. One of the best ways you can start to create self-directed neuroplasticity when you catch yourself in a thinking trap is thanking your mind. This is actually a foundational concept and strategy to rewire your brain. And it's thanking your brain for doing what it was doing and then telling your brain what you want it to do. I've done this so many times. It's helped me get out of autoimmune diseases. It's helped me fight sickness. It's helped me change my perspective. And I know a lot of people when I say like, it's helped me get rid of an autoimmune disease. So many people are like, no, you can never get rid of an autoimmune disease. You have one and you're forever stuck with it. Well, I'm living proof that I had an autoimmune disease. I get tested every single year to make sure that I don't have that autoimmune disease anymore. And it comes negative every year, but I was positive for a few years. And I did this by retraining my brain. It's because here's the thing, your thoughts are so powerful. 98 to 75% of all mental and physical illnesses are due to our thoughts. So if you can learn how to change your thoughts, then you can change your reality. And that's going to require effort, attention, focus, and repetition. And that is exactly what we're doing. So thank your mind. When your mind goes off into that thinking trap, say, hey, mind, thank you so much for trying to protect me. But you know what? I'm choosing to be more optimistic. So we're going to be optimistic. I got this. It's all going to be okay. Another thing you can do is write your thoughts down and put it on the wall and take like five steps back and look at the thoughts from that perspective. 
really put it into focus. Sing your thoughts. That's another way to write, kind of hear the insanity maybe behind your thoughts or the assumption. And the other thing you want to do is start to be kind of skeptical about your thoughts. So many people trust their thoughts and their somatic sensations, but there's something called a limbic loop, which means your brain is sending you false information. And this is very prominent for people with addictions and who have really overdeveloped their limbic system, if you will. So understand just because you have a thought, just because you have a sensation does not mean that it's accurate. In fact, those are thinking traps when we trust those things blindly. So learn how to have some skepticism inside of yourself about yourself and about your thoughts, but do so humbly. Like don't use this as a crutch to have like lower self-esteem because I want you to have the most amazing, healthy self-esteem you possibly can have. So those were some strategies that you can use to start to distance yourself from thinking traps. I want to also encourage you to ask yourself these questions to help reframe the thinking trap. Number one is let's loosen the reins on this thought with gentle questioning. So we're just going to use gentle questioning to start to distance ourselves from these thinking traps even more. We don't want to make these thoughts necessarily go away. We more so want to loosen their impact. So imagine yourself squeezing a pin as hard as you possibly could, right? You're going to white knuckle that thing. Now I want you to just imagine your hand, your palm is open and the pin can kind of go from your fingertips all the way down to the bottom of your palm because we're just, we're just cradling it in our hand. And and that's kind of the goal we're trying to do with these thinking traps on how to loosen our reins. So these thinking traps your mind is doing, does your mind have a history of doing this? That's a great question. And if so, how far back does it go? This would leverage that notice your history, notice your thinking patterns, learn your mind. Then we can start with this next question, which helps us identify our triggers. Hey, where else are you noticing these thoughts? And then you can move to this question, which says, let's take some of these thoughts and just for a second, check in and ask yourself, where's the evidence for this way of thinking? Where's the evidence that this is exactly what's going to happen? And then another question you can ask yourself is, how is this thought helping you move forward in a life that you value and you want to create? Would your ideal self have this thought? If not, then let it go. Choose a better way of thinking. Reframe what you have. Find the truth of that current thought and magnify the positivity, the optimism, and the hope. And another question that can help you work more in that addition equation that I spoke about earlier is what can you hold in addition to this kind of thinking? And if we took this problem and reframed it as an opportunity, what would show up for you? So those are just some questions and some ways that you can distance yourself from thinking traps. And I hope you found this episode to be informative and educational and helpful because once we learn our thinking traps, we can get ahead of them and we can start to change our automatic ways of thinking to be better, more optimistic, and most importantly, more productive so that we can operate in our peak performance. My name is Liz. Thank you for listening to The Liz Show. I ask you to share this episode to one person. Please like, subscribe, leave a review, and I look forward to being with you in the next episode. Now go create a great day and remember, you're amazing, you're important, you're awesome, and you can do whatever you put your mind to. You got this.